don't know if I can be on a podcast with this one. <laughs> the worst. At least play like How to Make Gravy. It's Australia's greatest Christmas song of all time. It's not the 21st of December anymore. Yeah, I know. Well, we should have done this yesterday. We should have done this yesterday. <laughs> then we could have played How to Make Gravy. <laughs> all of our... Uh... Mariah Carey's songs. This is probably the best drop ever. But it's not even her own song. How can you be famous for a Christmas carol that you didn't even write? Alright guys, we are we are back for the second year. Second year running the annual Christmas podcast. Polsey's still his old wet blanket self. We have a we have Tommy Tommy T back. We have Coop back. We had a couple of uh, late scratchings. Late scratchings. Kate and KP. Jess. Jess as well. All of them are. Tiana said she'd come and then she cowered out. So let that be known. That did happen. She's a victim. Yeah, yeah, minute that. Minute, minute that. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> minute that. She's pointing at everyone. So yeah, yeah. pointing is the victims. Victim's logo. Yeah. I'm happy to carry on the title of Virtus's resident Grinch as well, so I'll, I'll take that on board. Pussy's been absolutely no fun at all this Christmas. Look, the so. Grinch didn't hate Christmas. The Grinch hated people, which is absolutely fair. <laughs> Why do you hate people, Pops? Uh, I don't hate people. I just hate certain people. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Absolutely fair. No. So format, format for the next hour, we're, uh, we're calling this the Christmas Hour of Power. Uh, we're going to uh, have a little chat. I'll in- we'll introduce ourselves. You guys can get to know us a little bit if you don't already. Uh, if you got to this point and you're actually listening, I assume you know us. <laughs> well done. Because <laughs> the first three minutes has been riveting. Thanks for getting this part. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a reflection, a little bit of a look back on the year that was 2018. And we'll... Uh, Talk a little bit about how we're feeling and, and then look look forward to, to next year, what the plan is, what we want to achieve, all of the cool shit we want to happen. Uh, we have our we have our gins at the ready, so if, uh, if there's a bit of a jingle, a bit of a ice against glass, a bit of a clinking. First of all, have you heard the story about why uh, you clink glasses with your I don't any more of this, first of all, second of all. I haven't heard of all, I'll kill someone. I haven't heard the story. Tell me. In life. Second of all, I'll tell you later. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go around the circle, we're going to introduce ourselves. First up, Jared Polter. I, well, you just introduced me, but I am Jared Polter, Kui Rupp's resident hipster. <laughs> Self-proclaimed, two-time Virtus Best On Award winner. Thank you. And um, hold the record for watching the most hours of the Food Network concurrently. Thank you. Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's Good exceptional. Luck, Coop. Coop. Yeah, I don't follow that. <laughs> so I'm Cooper. Small hands, big slice. <laughs> so I love small hands. Third is head of marketing, performance coach. Holds the place up. <laughs> Bricks and mortar of the joint. That's it. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> that was rubbish. Starting lineup: five foot nothing. 
currently unemployed and haven't got much else going for. That's really sad. Tinder babies. Though. Tinder babies. Thanks, Google. That's a new thing. Um, Tommy T. Turn green, things brown. Current. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and current versus sport wheelchair. Yeah, I like that. Co-current versus Paul world champ, Al Wallace, uh, reporting for duty. I was a late ring-in for today's episode, which is a bit exciting. I kind of get to talk on one of these things. I'm very, very much... <laughs> Don't be nervous. Very much like, uh, yeah, oh, no, I'm just trying to be excited rather than nervous. The microphone's not there. No, it's... it's yeah, We're just having a conversation. Yeah, now we are just having a conversation. Uh, I guess I'm a, I'm a peaceful warrior looking to make my mark on the world. Through, through our education, enlightenment, and of course, deadlifts. Yeah. That's me. Ooh. Ooh. Pulsey, first question for you. Oh, jeez. Yes. What are you proud of? What am I proud of? And, that, and that's with the year. As in, what am I proud of this year, 2018? Obviously, it's a, it's a transcendence of 2017 and 2016. And Funnily that. enough, I think I sat here 12 months ago and said, I was proud of the fact that I'd brought a block of land. Well, that didn't really transpire, but throughout this 12 months, I went on to buy a house, which I'm pretty proud of. boy. There we go. And uh, able to do that with my lovely partner, Jess, and moved into our first home. Shout out, Belle. Ding. She doesn't listen, so it's okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so in, in, uh, in lieu of the shout out, Belle, today, we have the, the no button. No, 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 no. And the yes button. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, yeah, so that's something I'm, I'm proud of, and over this summer holiday period, I'm, I think I'm really going to enjoy the fact that we have our own space and we can have people around. And being on school holidays is a massive bonus, and being able to entertain, which was the whole idea of getting a house. And yeah, so it's really exciting. When did you move in? I think we've almost been in for. Six months, so early January will be six months. So it's been a bit of an adjustment period to get used to like the travel for work, and there's always things that come up and um, make life a little difficult. But I think we're we've got it pointing in the right direction, which is good. I think we underestimate how much we can actually achieve and how much changes in a year. Like we look back at that kind of moment last year when we had this conversation, and you were we were going to block a land and kind of excited about that. Yeah, and that was like a massive part of what your existence at the time and now we've we look back and or we look back and 12 months on it didn't transpire it didn't transpire but shit worked out and yeah. got a probably better deal in the end i think in hindsight i think we've done we've done better living where we are now and what we've got rather than having to go through the process of building and yeah. whatnot just having learnt more about that kind of industry and what's involved that way like i think i'm I'm more happy with the decision each and every day moving mm. forward, knowing what I know now. Yeah, that's, that's really I'm like cool. the world's worst handyman, so. <laughs> hey, top two. Yeah. We are top two. Yeah, it's the butt of family jokes, actually. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I brought a lawnmower. That was pretty cool. Oh, boy. One of those battery, Ryobi battery operated ones. Is it a job? Is that a ride on? No, it's not a ride on. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a battery operated <laughs> right on. Be epic. Yeah. <laughs> I need a lot of batteries. 18 volt Ryobi. Yeah. We might market this to Ryobi. <laughs> as, as we roll through these, what are we proud of? I, I would like to <coughs> give my two, two cents worth for each of you guys what I'm proud of for you. Ooh. Because I think I've seen 
significant amount of change and growth in all of you this year. And I think Palsy, <coughs> you are like up there with ones that have not so much changed the most, but most, but just had the most uh, profound changes, especially with your mindset around mm. training and food and consistency and rocking up. And most of that growth's probably come from tough times and hard times mm. and, and being down the dumps or being a little unhappy with how things are going, but you've sold it on and probably in a better spot now than you were 12 months ago. I think so, yeah. Um... I think I'm happier and I'm a bit more balanced about what what I expect from myself, which is a, it's a good point to be in. Um, being able to ride the waves of life and being able to come out the other side a bit more balanced has been a big step in the right direction for me. So thank you, Lachlan, for those kind words. Ah, you're welcome. Very good. Coop, what are you proud of? Proud of. Um, it has been a it's been a big year. I feel like personally, professionally, um, I had a big year of study, and I think getting that balance was um, tough for me in the first six months. I think I managed it better in the second. Um, so I'm proud of how I was able to balance all these competing priorities throughout the year. Um, I got the results I wanted at uni. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, I think we've. I'm proud of what we're doing here mm-hmm. and how we are um, overcoming um, certain challenges and um, obstacles throughout the year. It's been a up and down with with everything that we've been pursuing. Like the journey's never linear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we are on the direction on the right direction to where we want to go and how we've um, how we've been able to map our way through through the year has been pretty cool pretty cool to see and pretty cool to experience as a part of the team kind of gone through transformation Virtus this year a little bit of a yeah, reshuffle of what <clears throat> what it was probably this time twelve months ago. Mm, definitely, it's probably been a bit of a shift. What, like from a <clears throat> Virtus family member's point of view, what have you seen the shift to have been? For me, yeah, it's not, not a lot has changed, but I think it's probably a lot of the back. Of, what I've noticed is probably a bit of the back of house stuff that you yeah. guys are taking a bit more control of that and um, just dotting your eyes and crossing your T's from, from that end. Mm. Mm. Turns out you've got to be an actual business at some point. <laughs> like, Can't just be a group of people hanging out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, you know, you <coughs> don't want to get to the point where everything's so rigid that you can't express the freedom and the creativity and the excitement. But definitely been a big learning curve this year in terms of all the back of house, behind the scenes things that go into running it and I'm still still figuring it out and still feel like it. I'm chasing tail, but we're getting there. I don't reckon that changes though. Like, yeah. I think that's just part yeah. of owning a business and running a business. Like, you first year it. didn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that was a, that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. But the changes you've made hasn't had an impact on what you're doing out on the on the blue on the blue stuff behind us, but which is which is really good. Yeah, I think we've just been we've had a big focus on making things more 
uh, efficient and like easier for us, like tidying up all the systems and defining the processes and how um, new new members and new family members will come in and the experience that they have here. We want that to be as seamless and as enjoyable as possible. So hopefully all the work we've been doing on the behind the scenes will result in a and they're all things better that take, performance that take on stage. More time initially and that's the frustrating part like it yeah. feels like we're spinning the wheels a little bit but understanding that it's a longer longer process make it easier yeah. behind the scenes it means you can spend more time out on the gym that's floor the probably where you want Doing to be what we are yeah good at exactly speak yourself <coughs> I don't even work here so I, I don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> what about you Brookie what are you proud of um probably two things I think in the last 12 months I'm really proud of my intentionality around putting myself in uncomfortable situations because they're good for me. Um, So I'm not someone that's naturally inclined to jump outside my comfort zone. Um, But I'd say the last 12 months have been really significant in breaking out of that space. And it's been so fruitful. It's been the best. And then the second part of that is the ability um, to say no. No! (laughs) Come on, that was an obvious opportunity (laughs) for you there. No! Yeah, so I think I'm, I, yeah, again, probably someone that will um, say yes to things I either shouldn't um, or because I don't want to let people down, but this year's been really good for me in, yeah, saying no to the things that aren't good for me or that don't set my soul on fire so I can say yes to the things that matter. I like that. It's been a big year. Big year. And you guys can hear all about it in about three weeks when <laughs> Brooke's uh, individual episode this is like the Avengers, you know, like spin-off, spin-off coming soon. episodes. Yeah, coming soon. Comes to preview, a couple of weeks away. Uh, she cried twice. Um, <laughs> That's not surprising, though. She's not crying, you're crying. No, my eyes are leaking. <laughs> crying is not a sign of weakness, it's a sign you've been too strong for too long. <laughs> so, I'm just sticker. Yeah. Uh, I no, actually had a episode. moment this week where I got quite emotional. Did yes. you? Yeah. So, um, which is not uncommon for me like I'm pretty in touch with my feelings and those kind of things and I'm not scared to not a typical man who bottles it all in or anything like that but um, this week I found out that no I'm not this week but a couple of weeks ago one of my best mates from work now uh, leaving work he's uh, been accepted into the police academy and um, shout out to to walk I said yes yes he likes saying yes a lot Um, so and then I got uh, the school actually asked me to write a speech about his time at school and what he what he's done and what he's achieved and I actually sat down and wrote that this week and it was uh, I was a blubbering mess there for a little while because I think it was the first time I had um, actually thought about it and yeah I was writing it in the staff room and people were coming in to check on me and see if it was okay and so yeah I'm okay but I'm just just battling through this kind of what thing. What were the um, I guess the main scaffolding in that in that speech and what are the things that you came back to because obviously you guys have spent yeah so yeah so he's been a constant ever since I started at work and we've carpooled probably 80% of all the days we've gone into work which is a big thing yeah a lot of days um yeah just around that and what he's been able to achieve and what he's offered to me as a friend and a colleague and and those kind of things too I think yeah and just thinking about the fact that he won't be around for a lot of people will would be it's going to be a momentous change within my workplace. Yeah. Because he's a bit of a 
he's a bit of a cornerstone. I think he helps out a lot of people, or not intentionally, but I think people kind of go to him and drawn to him and stuff like that. So I think for a lot of people, he would be constant in yeah. what they've done at work. So having him not there is is going to be different. It's uh, it's pretty epic that you're able to stop and reflect and write that speech. Yeah. I almost got through it too without <laughs> breaking down again. I got about seven of the seven eighths through before I choked up a little bit. But hey, and there's something to be said about um, acknowledging key people in your life. Like yeah. you can think awesome things about people, but there's something yeah. there's something really cool about like verbalizing that to someone because in our community and our society, it's not necessarily something that's done all that often. But like that can change your life, mm. particularly male to male too. Like I yeah. I don't know if I've ever like had that kind of conversation with someone that we probably don't do it enough Definitely. yeah I think um, like you just said you can think it and you can feel it but unless you actually tell them then they won't know um, there are other ways to express your gratitude for them and, and your love for them but um, I think verbalising it is actually yeah. uh, those things fade like just because you feel it once or just because you feel it all the time and say it once it's almost not enough you need to kind of like don't have to tell them every day but every couple of months just remind someone why they're so important to you and why you respect and appreciate them so much and uh, it's pretty hectic I miss you Coop what I'm proud of big slice yeah <laughs> the big slice um, I'm proud of uh, yeah it's, it's a thing it's sticking Remember my nickname since high school. John was you should have said, Coop, I went to high school with you, that was not your nickname. So knows nothing. <laughs> She's a victim of the cowards, so <laughs> <laughs> Victim No, no, no Um all these guys off the rails completely. I am very, very proud of your desire to learn and learn how to lead. I think leadership to steal from one of some or one of the people we've been looking up to this year, leadership is a teachable skill. So you're someone that is trying to teach yourself that, and I'm seeing it grow and blossom in this environment with our team. And yeah, I'm very excited for what's coming. So good from you. Thank you. I'm excited as well. Yeah. And Brookie, I miss you too. Sorry. That's fine. Y E S yes. Probably unnecessary that one. Uh, I'm very proud of how you have embraced this environment and, and, and the new community and the group of people and you've become such an integral part very quickly. I think you, you talk about it on your episode, but the Old Brook and New Brook, um, you'll constantly refer to the Old Brook and saying that's what the Old Brook would have, do, would have done, this is what the New Brook does. Um, and. I remember when we first talked about why you joined Virtus. I didn't actually know this until like a month after you started, but you were so against joining us because you thought we were, we were a cult. Um, welcome, welcome to the Inner Circle. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, you should have drank that gin though. <laughs> yeah, so good from you. Yeah, I do remember Brooke asking me probably, what, six months, eight months before you actually ended up coming. Yeah. You said, can I come along to a Saturday? you were going to come and then you never turned up and I, I felt I was like I know you're going to love this when you get here and turns out eight months later whatever it was and you finally did come couldn't turn you away you were here like twice a day just taking that first step yeah, yeah. 
and that's the thing, right? Because I think this is part of, you know, what I'm proud of myself is like, it can be really daunting stepping out of mm. what you know and what's comfortable and into a community that does already feel so close-knit. Like, I had a bunch of my friends who were already coming here and loved it, but it was just that, you know, jumping out of what was comfortable for me. Um, yeah, and getting involved and don't regret it. No regrets. No regrets. Tell me. Regrets. My boy. Um, I'm pretty proud of dealing with the highs and lows of this year um, and still trying to be successful and mm. achieve professionally and personally. Yeah, it's been a very interesting year, some really, really good stuff and then some not so good stuff, but throughout still trying to just remain professional and um, positive throughout mm. everything. It's yeah. hard. You, can, you could just spiral and be a really negative person and go, what's the point? I'm the victim mm. kind of thing, but it, it doesn't really help. And I think throughout, still trying to remain that person in my community that I can help others. That's always a big part of things for me. So mm. even if I'm dealing with stuff, I think it was really important for me to still be available to help others. And it kind of gives perspective, like we've all got some people in this community that we can look to and go, they've got a bit of a, a worse deal than us. Like, and I'm sure mm. we can all think of someone Mm. and a few people that come to mind pretty quick and yeah. just just being able to look at those things and go, alright, you're dealing with some crap but shrug it off, get back to work mm. it'll be fine um, yeah, kind of just being able to deal with it better than I thought I would to be honest mm. um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that because it could have gone <laughs> a different direction yeah, yeah I'm pre- I, don't know, I think like you hit the nail on the head, I'm proud of that your ability to be the kind of like Paul was talking about with walk in his environment just a person that intentionally a lot of the time and unintentionally some of the time is there to help others mm. and to be that kind of <clears throat> lighthouse in the storm kind of deal um, you're always someone that like even when you're going through shit mm. you'll listen to me talk rubbish yeah. and I appreciate that mm. Mm. I meant to say that I don't talk rubbish <laughs> <laughs> oh Ooh. I think sometimes I you like you you don't ask for help and that's probably a room for improvement for next year. Definitely. But but I think even like you're open I, I agree that you're right, but I think I've been better at Yeah. That. I think you're open enough so that like if I ask the right question yeah. you'll open up and that And that's pretty something I recognise like I think a lot of people We'll say, hey, going, and like that's that's just a reflex to me. Mm-hmm. It's not actually a how are you going or no. For me, right. like I, I don't respond to that question. I'm just like I shrug off. Yeah, good, busy, good work, and that's like I give the most generic, boring answer. People will be like, oh, he's a bit standoffish, doesn't really care. But if you kind of poke me and ask a, a proper question mm-hmm. and actually show some investment into yeah. me, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a fan of the small talk. Like <laughs> I could. Turn it, turn it to Posse and go, oh, hey, you doing? I could be like, oh, man, how's it to be finished school? Like, yeah. how's the house going? Like, ask some questions about what's going on with Posse or ask, yeah. ask something, but not just, oh, hey, you doing? Like, yes, yes, it's fine, but it's I think if, really dive in. If the person asking that question, they're probably just looking for a response that said, yeah, I'm all right. They, they, probably, like. they probably don't want to say, totally. hear what, what really is going on. I think they're just yeah. trying to, as you said, make a small talk and... Um, those kind of things. Yeah, so I've been more intentional as well, trying to make sure I'm asking those kind of proper questions and getting past that just to and fro, small talk, yeah. and then cool interaction. Bye. See you in three months again when you drop in. Like, yeah, that's one of the things that I want to get better at next year is like 
intentional inquiry and being able to ask, getting better at asking good questions. Because mm-hmm. mm. there are good questions, there are, there are shitty questions. Mm. Um, and actually building and fostering connection between other people is just far too overlooked mm. yeah. these days. Um, and I think that's something that we... Um, like everyone benefits from it. Mm-hmm. Like all we need to do is be a little bit more intentional, invest a little bit more of ourselves into others, mm. and like yep. both of you feel better. Yeah. Mm. There's no, even if the conversation is um, <clears throat> in a negative space, I think by connecting and by sharing yourself, if you just feel better. Mm. like we need that connection it doesn't have to be deep connection either it can be like superficial stuff mm. like oh how was that movie so but yeah. like showing investment into yeah, sure. the other person's life and remembering something important or just yeah. kind of bringing more information than like <laughs> generic how are you going or this yeah. time of year is being yeah. it's like oh so what are you doing for Christmas like kind of are you on holidays yet kind yeah. of yeah guilty <laughs> but like this is how we all cope and this is we don't probably don't even realise we do it yeah. and it's just kind of understanding that pattern that we've fallen into when there's so, much, yeah. there's so much value in like just remembering someone's story, mm-hmm. greeting them mm-hmm. by name and yeah. remembering that thing that you spoke mm-hmm. about Previous four weeks ago, yeah. but still remembering and asking about it. and uh, yeah. yeah. Such a big part of community is like knowing people and being known. Like there's something intrinsically human about wanting to, to be known. Um, yeah, and such a significant thing. And if I can tag on the back of what Lockie said, like having known you for a bunch of years, I say in the last 12 months you've become super consistent. Like you are probably one of the most consistent people that I know. Um, and I reckon that's such a, uh, a good, such a good quality to have because it's rare. Thanks. But yeah, super consistent. Love you guys. <laughs> if we were if we're on a 15th football team, you would get most consistent. <laughs> Put that on my resume. Yeah. It's an integrity. Ross signature, most consistent. What are you? What are you most proud of, Lachlan? Um, as we've been bouncing around to each of you two, I've been, I've had like ten answers in my head. I think I'm, I'm most proud of how my definition of success has changed. Mm. And that answer I just gave was different to what was in my head about fifteen seconds. <laughs> Um, but that definition of success has been helped along by my ability to slow down Mm. and reflect a little bit Um, I was chatting to someone the other day and and she was asking like what do you see what do you see in your mind when you think of certain people so when I think of Palsy what do I see like I see him smiling after he's just hit a squat like what do I see with Coop he's like probably sitting across from me drinking a coffee like talking about a book like what do I see When I when I see mm. KP, like I see her looking at me like I'm an idiot because I've just said something stupid. Like when we picture someone in our head, what do we think? And mm. and she said to me that when like 12 months ago, if you asked me that question about you, I would have said you were just like eyes on wherever you're headed, like charging. And now it's more stopping and sitting and contemplating rather than having to go all the time. So I think the definition of success has kind of changed from more and bigger and all of that kind of stuff yeah. into like getting and, and the, what we talked about before on the back end of Virtus is getting really good at being small I guess and mm-hmm. doing what we do really well so that we can add more and more value to the people around us and I think being able to kind of similar to Tommy as well going through like some highs and some lows and it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely been the hardest year I've had in business um, 
for a bunch of d- different reasons that, that I wouldn't have necessarily expected 12 months ago. So I'm always someone that's been really sure of what I wanted and where I was headed and, and kind of having that change in perspective and like the goalposts effectively moved this year for me. Mm. It kind of made me doubt who I was and why, why I was doing it and stuff. Yeah, I've, I've definitely noticed that. And yeah, I think you're taking it easier on yourself. You had such high expectations for Virtus and yourself to a point where it was never going to be achievable and even if you did achieve, you'd always be wanting more. Yeah. You found they're not attainable goals, but they're still they're within reach and they're reasonable and they're not dependent on ticking a box. It's like an everyday adjustment yeah. and you're just living that way in success now mm. as opposed to needing to have 300 members in the gym and <laughs> opening another one was success. Now it's like the people that are coming love it and enjoy mm. coming to Virtus is yeah. a success. So it's yeah. Yeah, an everyday thing as opposed to like one big giant goal. Yeah. That's stressing you out, and you can just you're winning daily as opposed to yeah chasing one win mm-hmm. that might never come. And celebrating the journey as yeah. well, like not just having that one thing. It's mm-hmm. like you know today's a good day because you know Steph hit a PB mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Like having those wins. Yeah. Like, exactly. I think yeah. you've you've changed from you want quality now over quantity, which is yeah. I don't think you ever were fully the other way, but you've definitely shifted now to go, man. If if Virtus is as big as it gets, like. But everyone here is on fire and loving yeah, coming. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah. yeah. And that's sure, really I'd cool. love to have another 20, 30 people in BGT, but if we just stopped where we were at and stayed, yeah. like, and we're able to tip in more to each person, they're able to get better, and they're able to tip in more to the community, then that's what winning looks like. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, there's a couple of habits that I've kind of jumped on this year that have just added that consistency to me, like daily journaling, meditation, Weekly email, you know, like doing the same simple things every day mm. has helped. And I'm looking forward to like adding a few things to that list next year. Um, I guess the, the next part of, of where we want to hit and where we're kind of on time, 20 minutes for each segment, is, is what, are we, what are you guys most confident about? And this is a bit of a, a kind of stopping, not necessarily reflecting, but stopping, taking your breath and going, well, what, am I, what do I know is going to be okay? What do I know I'm good at? What do I know I'm going to be able to? continue to do and do well um, like I'll go first just to give you a bit of an idea and maybe you guys snake order yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just uh, spin it around we'll, we'll change change the type of play um, I'm most confident and I think it's come from the ability to reflect that I'm going to figure it all out and I know that I'm not going to figure it out in that sense but I know that everything's going to be okay and that I'm going to be successful and I'm going to achieve things because I'm super fucking happy right now like so nothing good. needs to nothing needs to change for me to be happy like like I love KP to bits love all you guys I get you know if as long as I get to sit at a table like this and have these conversations and grab my book after and sit down and read and, and whatever I know that everything's going to be okay I'm confident that regardless of how many times I fuck up because I will a lot um that yeah, things will always work out in the end. God, that's the lamest thing I've ever said. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've got enough yeah. tools in your toolbox now. Mm. Yeah. I think it comes from your ability <clears throat> to reflect and like and enjoy the process. Um, like the most growth occurs when you are happy and enjoying it, enjoying the process. Same as in the gym. Like when you are enjoying being there the most, that's when you see the the, the biggest results. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think it's the same as in in business and in life. 
when you when you fall in love with the process, mm-hmm. that's when you see the growth and the development that is going to make the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what you're doing. For me, it's probably a few things. Probably, like Brooke said, consistency has been huge. I'm confident that I can be consistent, and I've just got that kind of drive to turn up, do what needs to be done until it's done. Like there's, yeah, I don't really give up doing stuff. Um, my faith as well helps. Mm-hmm. I'm confident in that that that's not going anywhere, and there's just an underlying peace no matter how tough things get. You've always got that kind of that bedrock of of faith, which is which is really nice to have. Um, yeah. But yeah, probably that like, consistency is a big thing, like mm. confident that I can show up. Appreciation of the semantics. <laughs> Not biting. <laughs> For the last time. Yeah. No. How has your faith helped you this year? Like go back to the last the yeah. previous question. Yeah, um it's oh, unbelievably like to know that no matter what has been happening, mm. there's still like I'm loved and like probably another one is like confident my community supporting me as well mm-hmm. as my faith um, no matter what happens there's like a bunch of people so a few of you there for my birthday that was pretty cool like really tough day but surrounded by incredible people it was just like such a drastic mm-hmm. showing of like how awesome my faith and community was that everyone was there to pick me up and mm-hmm. it was really cool but yeah I think I've talked to you about this a bunch but it's just this no matter how crap it gets, there's just like, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got you. Mm-hmm. There's never like a free fall kind of moment. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's how I describe it. His faith is always like, you've got this parachute, yeah. you've got this. Safety yeah. line. Yeah, you've got a safety line kind of thing. And like, cool. there's no, you're never going to free fall. So there's no fear of that. You kind of, mm-hmm. you walk in this type of, like, eh, I'm fine. Like, if I fall, it's all good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, that's kind of where the confidence comes from. It's that big, solid foundation to build the rest of your life, 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Her version of that. Pretty significant having, um, you know, something that's bigger than you. Because you need when you are going through, you know, those valley times in life and the shit times in life, having something that's bigger than your situation becomes such a, mm. yeah, a really significant lifeline. Like mm-hmm. we all need that yeah. every now and then, but having that consistent something is yeah. pretty cool. Hmm. Me, I am confident in myself which is really cool to say um yeah I'm, I'm self-confident I'm living the dream I know who I am I know my my faults I'm okay with them you know working on them I know my strengths um and I'm I'm really confident in who I am today Good. Yeah, and it's cool cool to be able to get to that place, I think. Absolutely. You know? I spent so long of my 20s just, like, trying to be everything that I'm not and trying to escape the things that um, I saw in myself as weaknesses. You know, we were talking about emotion and, and that type of thing, and I'm everyone would say, Brooke, you're an emotional person. Absolutely I am, but, like, there's so much negative connotations to the word emotional. Like, I'm if I'm not between a four and a seven on the emotional scale, I'm crying. Like, I'm crying when I'm happy. I'm crying when I'm sad. Um, but, like, flipping that negativity and the negative connotations from emotional to compassionate. That switch has been so significant for me in my confidence. And, like, I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling good. Like, I'm feeling good when I'm here. Feeling good in relationships and, yeah. Feeling confident in myself. That is very cool. Mm. I'm confident, similar to you, Locke, I'm confident in 
the choices that I've made over the last probably like 18 months mm. yep. to be where I am now and that it's put me on a trajectory to get me to where I want to go I think <laughs> I'm confident I'm confident about not being that confident about stuff I think I'm confident but I'm okay with that it's always unknown yeah 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 and I'm more comfortable with the unknown I think mm-hmm. and like I've always been unsure about the direction that I'm moving in um, I've kind of done things made decisions based on um, what I have enjoyed rather than where I want to go mm-hmm. so I guess having that sort of um, definitely having that growth mindset and having that sort of future outlook has enabled me to make decisions that um, will um, put me put me on, on a path to I'm not sure where it's going but somewhere good and somewhere where I can make a contribution to the people around me and mm. and love where I am That's and who I'm with yes good. yeah no. yes um, I'm confident about the work I've done this year mm. is going to put me in good stead for the next 12 months so I think I've made a few changes to my mindset, which is going to enable me to be prepared for what gets thrown my way in 2019, which is a good space to be in, I think. Um, yeah, so a bit of a shift in my thinking has helped me with that. Um, but yeah, surrounding myself with community or people and being able to lean on them when I need to and then offering my support too because I think Tommy hit the nail on the head too being able, being that person that if you're having a shitty day but you, someone uh, comes to you for help I find that kind of if I go then help someone that makes me feel a lot better for what what I'm going through and you kind of forget about whatever you're, you're dealing with yourself someone asks you for help I'm yeah more than likely going to say yes and as Brooke said it's trying to find that balance between always being that person that people come for to help and also having the strength within yourself to say no sometimes as well it's that fine balance but no I think I mentioned it before having enough tools in your toolbox to be able to um, just weather the storm or just deal with the peaks and troughs of what we all go through we all have the potential to do that yeah sometimes we just underestimate our potential Mm. Oh, absolutely. Like, we won't know until the storm hits, but we can weather it mm. by leaning on the people around us and using the tools in our toolbox. And, um, yeah, we, always, we all see people go through shit and go through, go to hell and back. And we, like, one of the kind of throwaway lines is, oh, I can never do that, or I can never go through that. Mm. But I think everyone has the, the strength to be able to weather the storm and or whatever life throws at it. And I think a common theme between all of our kind of what are we confident about is just everything's going to be okay mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know whatever happens we'll be able to deal with it not just by ourselves but with each other yeah. and I think as an individual I think everyone thinks that they're their own harshest critic mm-hmm. so you've got that little voice in your head saying yeah. like and I, I know myself like I'm uber critical on what I do and what I'm and it's learning just to say it's not as bad as you think it's going to be or yeah, yeah. you just got to almost just lay it all out and say like this isn't this is not true this yeah. is not what you 
what you're really doing and stuff like that and all the things we just said helps you get out of that kind of yeah. mindset and stuff like that I understand what are you guys excited for <laughs> I mean yeah like Coop's hit the nail on the head for like us we've spent a big chunk of this year together it's been a massive year and, and it's not necessarily because we've dove into one thing and and just focus on that but it's been a multitude of little things like everyone in our environment's been had their finger in a couple of different pies which which brings apart its own challenges but I think it allows us a really good springboard for 2019 because we've all been trying things and failing things and seeing things in different ways and figuring out what we actually want to be doing and like that excitement and the enjoyment that is going to come from next year is almost like we've had those stepping stones this year that will help us to get to that. Mm. So mm. now we go the opposite way around the circle again. We'll start with the J-Pulse. Um, I'm, I'm just excited for what uh, next year will bring. I, I just feel like uh, professionally at work, like I've, I've um, taken on a bit more responsibility. Like this year I've got um, year 12 maths for the first time. I'm excited to be given that responsibility at school because obviously – what I do can have a big impact on on the future of some of my students, particularly with yeah, and, and that's that's both exciting and scary at the same time. Um, I'm excited for what uh, what life will bring. I think being the age that I am now, um, a lot of my friends and a lot of people I surround myself are, are, are doing things that are quite significant in um, in their life. So being just at that, being present at this stage and and um having the ability to see my friends like get married or have children and these kind of things i just think it's i'm almost in a perfect storm of being able to um see these things happen with my mates and and those things too so yeah that's that's what i'm excited for doing this yeah it's gonna i just have that feeling like (laughs) and i've had help like this week just gone has been like hell week for me and being able to come out of that now i'm in a pretty privileged position where school holidays like I don't have to go back to after Australia Day I can kind of like really set myself up yeah. I think in the next four to five weeks if I can have um, some purpose to what I do over the next five weeks I think I think I can see myself moving in the right direction and moving forward where or get to where I think I want to be in 12 months time that's huge yeah I'm in a good spot I think at the moment if you asked me maybe three weeks ago, probably <laughs> probably wasn't. But, um, <laughs> You're at the finish. finish yeah, I'm at the finish line. line. It's a good feeling. <laughs> I'm very privileged to be able to say that. So. Cool. I'm excited for tons of stuff. Mm. Excited for everything that's happening at Virtus and the community that we're building, um, the culture that we are fostering, both in the Virtus family and as a team of leaders. I'm excited for university this semester we've got some good units that I'm sort of looking forward to diving into and then being done in the middle of the year it'll be sort of a big shift to go from six months of uni to six months of unknown yeah so whatever comes next um, I'm excited to dive into that Mm. Um, I think I'm most excited about continuing to build relationships and connections with people Mm. like my relationship with Sally Ann my relationship with all of you here uh, relationships with future members and mentors and just just anyone I don't know just like I've really loved having good conversations this year and so I'm excited to keep that going 
Yeah. Do you think the older you get, Coop, you, you value those conversations more and more now? Definitely. Mm. Um, I'm not sure why. I think maybe the role that I've taken at Virtus, coupled with like the experience that I've had over the last few years being away from family and away from friends. Uh, was it that perception and being more perceptive to what like other people's wants and needs and then yeah. how you're actually viewing the world seems to happen a little bit uh, I feel yeah. as though it's happened for us over the last couple of years everyone's kind of around the same age yeah that as you do get to those you know middle late 20s you start to realise that okay it's not all about me mm. and definitely mm. start being more perceptive to those conversations <clears throat> yeah and like I want to make a big contribution to the people around me and mm. I found that the more I invest in others the more <coughs> growth and development I have mm. as a human and as a coach mm. and as a friend yeah. so yeah yeah. unrelated question do you think the older you get the more interested in weather you get <laughs> well look the, uh, it's been quite muggy the last few days I uh, find that looking myself looking forward to some <laughs> like I find weather now quite interesting weather patterns what? and these kind of I don't know it really was unrelated <laughs> oh super unrelated yeah I know Good I don't even talk about like as you get older, yeah. Yeah, there's a link. I've definitely been a lot more interested in. That's not a good sentence. Let me start that again. I've become a lot. More more interested. Interested. Move on. Are you doing your master? You have to go back. That's have you right. finished uni before? Or is this like your second wave? This is my masters now. Yeah. So I did my bachelor's um, in 2013. I finished that, mm-hmm. and then dived into the masters. 18 months ago when I got back from overseas yeah so it's a really strange feeling finishing yeah finishing um, it's it's gone super quick <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> you can't let me see <laughs> I was waiting for it let me tell you about the time I was <laughs> this is for our mitro <laughs> did you go to the UK? yeah <laughs> yeah it's a big I it's a big strange yeah. <laughs> Yeah. feeling when I kind of finish it's been a big um, it's gone really quick the last 18 months and I have a suspicion that the next 6 months will go really quick as well mm. absolutely That's... Uh, yeah. but at the same time I've, I've really enjoyed it and like I've really enjoyed uh, the, the growth that I've experienced over the last 18 months both I think like with the university running in parallel with with Virtus and all like the other other subjects and stuff hey? yeah definitely um, and it's been it's been great having Virtus to um, to practice on mm. with all my university stuff. So yeah, it's been it's been a really cool eighteen months since we've been back, and I'm really looking forward to diving into next year and everything that comes with it. Good. Yeah. Good. I I'm just so pumped about next year. Like, there's so much to look forward to. So. I mean, I start a new job in January, which I'm really excited about. Um, You know, there's a whole bunch of travel involved. I think one of the things I'm most excited about is just continuing to pursue the things that I'm passionate about. Like for me, I I think it was you that said it, like partnering with something, like investing in communities and and getting around that. Like for me, the last six months have been really intentional about um, like less of me and more about how I can relate to other people and... and, um, I don't know, partner with things that are doing some good in the world. So I'm really looking forward to what that looks like. 
um, moving forward. And awesome. it'll, it might look different to the last six months, but I'm hoping it uh, continues to set my soul on fire and you know, make a difference. Have you got any specific projects or uh, pursuits mm. that, you, that you want to dive into? Yeah, I mean, it'll look pretty similar. <clears throat> so for me, um, I don't know if you've heard, but I actually just spent four and a half months in Kenya. Did yeah, you? I know. Yes, yeah. And so obviously, like, the passion for that continues. <coughs> it'll look different. I can't necessarily spend the next four and a half months over there. Um, but what I'm recognising is, um, you know, when you find something that you're passionate about in a community that you, you know, want to do some some good for and good in, um, that doesn't just go away. And so what is, for me now, the next little while is figuring out how can I continue that partnership in the context of me living the life that I live here. Um, so that's, that's exciting for me. Um, and we'll see what happens in the future. But, you know, there's relationships that were built there. That will continue forever. And same here. Like I look at the relationships and the community that we have here at Virtus and the communities, you know, that we have here. It's the same kind of thing. Like, how are we investing in the people around us? How are we, you know, making other people feel like they're champions and, um, you know, have got every opportunity in life? And, you know, that context might be different here, but it's the same kind of thing. Like, how are we loving yeah. the people around us well? I love that. That gets me excited. Um, we excited for a few things. Gin. Oh, yeah. Like last mm-hmm. year's podcast, we talked about how I was going to just start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a big thing for me. And this year has been a year of doing, which is pretty cool. So, um, a few of you might know that Wallace and I and a few other people, they don't need to mention that, they don't do a lot. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, starting like gin. So, we've had a couple of, uh, 100% <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, we've had a, a couple of um, slip-ups and kind of things slowing us down, but we're pretty confident that by the end of January we'll have some stuff in bottles. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and then we're going to start going whole hog. Um, yeah. So stay tuned for Drops of Juniper mm-hmm. Gin. Mm-hmm. So we're both pretty excited about that. But um, professionally as well, common folks growing mm-hmm. at a good rate. I've, I'm pretty happy with what we've done and continuing to, to grow that. And probably excited for getting to the stage where I can employ someone else into the roastery, giving me a bit more breathing space to think more strategically than just down in the dirt, kind of grinding it out. Turning ground shit, ground? Pretty much. I mean, like, I'm never going to step away from that. But, um, yeah, there's, it's just a lot at the moment with no space to really think about how to do things smarter or more efficiently or at a higher quality at the moment. It's like all, all time is just hustle, get it done. Mm-hmm and yeah. get out of the building kind of thing. But yeah, it's excited for that kind of growth and then hope there's some opportunities with travel for coffee as well. Mm. Which is cool. Yeah. So, yeah. For someone who's been coffee as long as I, I've just like really badly timed <laughs> which companies I've been at when and just missed out on all these trips to Origin <laughs> and working with producers and stuff. So I'm going to make it happen next year. Super exciting. If you're listening, Sammy, sort it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a question for both you and Tommy. Lockie, where do you think this kind of explosion of gin, the, like a new wave of gin popularity has come from? It's probably a really good question to ask Tom because I... I so this one time I had gin and I made Wallace have it <laughs> and ever since he's been on it and the rest of the world seems to have followed. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me wrong. Pretty spot on. <laughs> 
Um, I don't know. I think it's first of all, don't drink shit gin, and second of all, <laughs> if you're gonna drink shit gin, put a good tonic with it because it can save some shit gins. It does its best. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just no more Schweppes, especially Schweppes diet. Like that is just yeah. Okay. Fever tree or cappy. Yeah. That's basically Pretty it. Much. Yeah. Stick to those and you'll be right. Yeah. Um, I think it's just an accessible drink. It's always refreshing, mm. unless you've had one of those kind of traumatic bad experiences with gin and tonics, <laughs> like. Most people are pretty open to it. Yeah. Unless you can't be and yeah. you hate fun. Yeah, true. I, I you can have for breakfast though. <laughs> you can have breakfast gin, you can have lunch gin. Breakfast, I think I had breakfast, breakfast champions. I think I had a traumatic experience one time. Yeah. Out with the sesh with the boys and gin and tonic was given. We play like dealer's choice when we went out with a certain group of people and they brought a gin and tonic. It probably was a bad gin and tonic and I said, This tastes like my nana's garden. Why the hell <laughs> <laughs> why have we been drinking this? But That's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> But now I'm, yeah, I'd consider myself a is, fan. Yeah. Is the most traumatic drink consistently tequila? Oh, absolutely. In everyone's yes. opinion. <laughs> I actually, I got a story. Don't want tequila. Whoa. Vodka for me. <laughs> I think the one I hear the most is like, oh, I had this night on tequila and then. <laughs> I've never actually had a session on tequila. I reckon I've had <laughs> shots, but I'd, yeah. I've never actually consistently drank it throughout a night. Keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't intend to going. Do your best. To just avoid so two out of five saying tequila no go. I'm just happy that that night that I did have that it only ruined tequila for me, didn't ruin tacos. <laughs> Lucky. Jeez, that's a win. Yeah. Like, you take that. If, oh, you had to make, if it ruined tacos. I'm kind of on the I'm on the comeback for gin. I had a, a big night with Heath where we consumed <laughs> two bottles of gin between us in about a four hour period. Wow. So yeah. Well, that was our payment for DJing for Jack and Ash's. Engagement and we consumed it in one go. Yeah, Is that what are you? Mm-hmm. But if you wouldn't, I went to some distilleries and stuff with Heath the following week, and I was gun shy on gin. I was like, I don't want it. Had a bit of a taste, <laughs> taste aversion. Yeah, I was really worried that I'd ruined it. Like, honestly, <laughs> and I, I was so scared. I'm an I owner in a gin company. <laughs> Back on the wall. Back in the wall. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, just a reminder, drops of gin if I get honest. Yeah. Is that a bottle of Gordon's down there? <laughs> yeah, it is. So, Tommy and I have a, a bottle of Gordon's, which is top three worst gins of all time. <laughs> that, we, that we re-gift between each other. Yeah. Um, I got it for KK. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to giving it back to him. For his <laughs> Opinion, Aldi do a pretty good gin. Not unpopular. Unpopu- unpopu- really? Okay. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. Really? Okay. Gin yeah. shouldn't be hard to make. Just, there's good options out there. Doesn't take very long, so if you fuck it up, you can. Gin Lane, we'd recommend. There's a good cheap gin out there. Gin Lane. Yeah. Recommend. The pink. The pink is better. Uh, <laughs> I don't love the pink, but either. Gin chats. Can't yeah. Remember. Otherwise, for a stock standard, you go MGC, kind of in that kind of middle tier. Yeah, right. I um, rock solid. Couple of local, local boys, the uh, the red, the radio original, yeah, original, original, yeah, it's pretty delicious. It's sixty bucks a bottle. Yeah. It's some good reason we don't have to go top shelf. Yeah, all the time. But if you're gonna go top shelf, monkey forty seven. If you're gonna buy us a gift, <laughs> top shelf. Monkey forty seven, Antipodes, yeah. Destroy Britannica. Yeah, play on. Yeah. What are you but most excited soon, for? Drops of juniper. Fuck on you. Have uh, we got time? Yeah, we got time. We've got a. Uh, yeah, actually, we're, we're going to do Three this minutes. really, really, really well. <laughs> what am I most excited for? I'm, I'm excited 
to just roll into the unknown knowing what the next step is and not necessarily being able to see, see the step ahead of that I um, just unintentionally kind of had a lot of plans around this year and then early next year but after middle of Feb I have absolutely no idea apart from like the things we want to run at Virtus events and, and things like that all follow on from this year I have no idea what the next 12 months after that looks like um, and that may have frustrated me a little bit this time last year but um, I know that but maybe needing to book some holidays around when everyone else goes away. Any danger of you guys just staying here for a month at a time? <coughs> Mitchell and Coop and hey. Jess been on many holidays over the last couple no. of years. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, bar needing to kind of block out some time for some trips I want to do. The next 12 months is very much unknown. I know that from an intention point of view, um, Virtus Wires going to keep tipping into back-end systems. Um, work out ways that we can spend a lot more time on the floor, a lot more time in classrooms, a lot more time teaching. That's going to be a big intention for me for next year is get back teaching. Um, so I used some positive pressure and went and bought, went and bought myself some new, uh, some new presenting clothes. <laughs> so I'm going to look fresh as fuck when I'm teaching. Um, Not necessary. That is. Short for thongs will do. One of my kind of visions down the track is I want to be able to present on stage and, and be able to have conversations that make an impact and change the way people think about the world so Jeez. that's that's one of the one of my intentions going forward so this year is very much about still tipping into learning still tipping into my habits um, I'm very excited for the gym stuff obviously um, I'm very excited for KP to dive into a classroom for the first time so yeah. so it's you know, she doesn't give herself enough credit but it's been a pretty epic ride for her over the last five years um, teaching in uni and all those kind of things being a PE teacher or being a secondary trained PE and outdoor ed teacher to get a job in primary and to knock that out of the park for the last two years um, in a tough school mm. um, it's, it's shown massive resilience and then for her to be able to get a classroom gig because they didn't want her to go anywhere else um, she got five days in a classroom so yes so yeah shout out to shout out to Kathy. yeah <laughs> um She's done a great job and I'm very proud of her and I'm excited to see her just run with it and, and to be an epic teacher. Um, she's becoming the kind of the kind of teacher that I will would love would have loved to have um, back in the day. Um, she's pretty hot too, so that would have been good. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, just keep tipping into the connection that we've had this year. Um, that kind of core group at Virtus is getting stronger and getting bigger and to to allow it to be at a stage where it can you know widely or easily open its arms widely to allow more people into it and I think that's one of the things like you know with cults of the past <laughs> when you know a group gets together it can be a little bit like you know who are you you're not part of part of us so so well, working out ways to mm. To have the inclusive group of people that goes from, you know, 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60 to 70 to 80, however many we end up getting to as a consistent group, that's that's kind of what I'm looking for. Um, mm. I think the flash in the pan intensity stuff is less exciting to me now. It's more about that consistency around the growth and, and just showing up and doing cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a pretty epic year. And, yeah, I think knowing... 
you know, it's something we're working on for the last couple of years, but knowing that everything that happens is our responsibility. And whether it does happen or doesn't happen or whether things go well or don't, it's our responsibility to either deal with the things we can control or accept the things that we can't. I think that's the exciting part for next year. Awesome. One last thing to finish. I hope this <coughs> conversation for everyone listening has been a really good chance for you guys to, <coughs> to hear some of our stories and some of our lessons, but mostly because I'm sure when we were talking about what we enjoyed and what we're confident about and what we're excited for, you would have been doing the same thing for you. Um, if you can write it down, do it, because it, it's a cool reflection piece each year to be able to look back and see what's worked, what hasn't, and what you're excited for. Um, so hopefully this has been somewhat beneficial. If it hasn't, I've had fun for the last hour, so carry on. Um, but the last thing I want to do is one tangible piece of advice that you've learned or been given this year that will hold you in good stead forever. Back your way. Start with Tommy, because I... Oh, oh, I'll finish. That was a... Handball. That's a solid handball. Um, probably <coughs> the... Man. That's out of nowhere. I'd say... Yeah. Deal Don't Dwell was kind of something that I've been working on for a little bit. was... Yeah. You can easily just get down and have a silken... I don't know, kind of be defeated by things or you can you can see what's the problem and deal with it. Like there's a difference between the two and I think just that kind of little mindset of deal with it, don't dwell with it. Like you're allowed to be down, you're allowed to be sad. Like mm. no one's saying you have to be a rock and have no emotions, but as long as you're progressing towards a place of positivity in the end, mm. it might get worse to get better, but as yeah. long as you're trending towards a positive outcome, I think that's that's kind of something that I've learned this year and would like to pass on. It's real good. It's cool. Mine's super cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. Um, (laughs) Absolutely nothing good comes from a comfort zone. So, like, if you even can just jump out of that space, or even if it's a tiny step, like, you're going to see growth, you're going to see good things. It's going to be uncomfortable, and at times it's going to be a little bit shit, but it's going to get real good. Um, Yeah, so just take that step and get it done. Nice. Thanks. For me, more is not better. Better is better. Mm. I think I realise so much. Mm. Like mm-hmm. relationships, work, yeah. like um, putting in time for yourself. Uh, yeah, that's just something that I've sort of really resonated with this year, and um, it's like a quality quantity thing. I think always go for quality. Mm. And do it. Just be better. <laughs> be better. <laughs> uh, one for me that I'm kind of running through, but I think it's a good one, is be patient, be wise, be ruthless. <laughs> and that's from uh, Lionel Sanders, Ironman triathlete. I like it. Cool. Yeah, so it's a big one for me. Mm. I think it's cool. Being ruthless in your consistency is yeah. epic. Like mm-hmm. Ruthless is a big word, yeah. and it can be taken in many ways. But mm. for him, like as an athlete, he strange dude. Um, for example, like he came second at Kona two years ago, and the way he drove himself this year, and he didn't have the greatest of races this year. On his he lives in Canada, so he does a lot of his training indoors. So he decided that he'd have a photo of the exact moment when he was passed in front of his treadmill and for 12 months he stared at that exact moment of when he got passed at Kona wow. and then that was his driving force 
moving forward. That's brutal. Brutal. Yeah. brutal. Like, and... I yeah. love those people, though. Yeah. Actually, didn't work for him this year, but yeah. he didn't have the greatest of days. But I think that's just mental toughness, mm. just all in one. Yeah. I have two. Well, that's just breaking the rules. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've won, and then I'm going to thank you guys, and I'll finish with the last one. So my main one is just spend time on you like developing yourself I think you should work harder on yourself than you do anything else because that allows you to give more to everything else um, when we work on ourselves I think we learn more we become more aware and that allows us to our perceptions change and we look at the world differently look at ourselves differently and we realise how how unimportant we really are but how much meaning that gives um, and I think that in itself creates meaning um, and, and yeah, that's it. Thanks for thanks for the chat team. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Bravo on it's an epic year. It's always. And yeah. uh, good luck for next year. Yeah. Appreciate you all. And I'll ask a little bit of advice. Just remember that the universe is unfold, unfolding precisely as it should. Look after Rita. <laughs> you know like it's funny because we're not like we say we're not all descendants of a convict nation but this is like our best Christmas song <laughs> the guy about seeing his family from prison <laughs> so it's a bit ironic really <laughs> <laughs> If you're not in prison today, just appreciate that. Yeah. And if you are... Yeah, we're born from a penal colony. But we hate that, but our favourite Christmas song is about a guy singing from prison. So, hey. listening make sure you share and subscribe and shoot us a review that'd be great Am I meant to know the answer to that? <laughs> Critical. Critical. Critical voice. You can edit it out. <laughs>
Includes the Averse Christmas podcast for 2018. If you're still here, bravo. Yes. They should get like a special prize or something. Yeah. Like, what's a code word that can prove that those are the end? Uh, it should be gravy. Yeah. <laughs> if you come into Virtus or Common Folk and say, I know how to make gravy, then we'll give you something. That exact phrase with a wink. So, yeah. so you need to eyeball Tommy, eyeball me, and say, I know how to make gravy. It's yeah. a finger guns. And it's finger guns. Like I know how to make gravy, finger guns. But you don't say finger guns, you do finger guns. Um, Remember, it's an audio. And to be honest, let's be clear. To be honest, if you're still here and you haven't left a review, then please reconsider your life choices. 